Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Secret Birds HQ podcast. And this is podcast episode number 42. And today we are joined by Miss Carla Williams Johnson, who is based in Trinidad. And Carla is the founder of Carly Communications. Hello, Carla. Hi, all the way from Trinidad and Tobago. How are you, Joanne? I'm very well, thank you. So <laughs> glad to have you here with us chatting. Yes. I'm so glad to be here. Great, great, great. And just to let you guys know, Carla has worked with many successful brands throughout her career. Um, some of them include Coca-Cola, Unilever, Nestle, Moo, Kiss, and Burger King. So Carly is someone yes. who's extremely experienced in the field of marketing. And today she's going to share with us some simple marketing hacks for startups. So Carly, welcome again. No problem. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for joining us. We're really grateful to have you on board. Really, really, really thankful for all your knowledge and tips that you're going to offer us today. <laughs> so before we start talking, tell us a little bit about you and how you got into this, into this work. Market, being oh. a marketer, yeah. <laughs> well, um, actually, I have always loved advertising and marketing. It's been in my blood ever since I was a child. I think I was the only person that actually looked forward to watching the commercials that would play versus watching the actual program. I just love the creativity and how one ad or one um, radio commercial or whatever can have people literally just capture your attention. So I basically went into advertising. I had no idea what advertising was like. I just went into it and I just blossomed and bloomed. And Wow. My main thing is media, how to use media to make it work for you. And that's where I actually thrived the most. So I am, I've been called a media guru. I've been called a woman who knows her stuff. I have been called by some of the people that you've mentioned, Coca-Cola, Unilever, Nestle, just to name a few, to help them with their advertising and placing their ads in media. Because at the end of the day, you need to know what media is best for you to connect with your ideal customer, to have them purchase from you. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Before we start, let's define yeah. something here. What is sure. advertising? What is marketing? So let's put advertising and PR together. What is marketing, number two? And then what is branding, number three? What are those okay. things? Let's start with marketing because marketing is the overarching thing because marketing is everything that has to come together in order for your campaign to work. So marketing includes advertising, it includes branding, it includes PR, it includes um, getting sponsors, it includes how you put yourself out there. Marketing is every little thing that has to come together and it all starts with your ideal client. You do your market research and you figure out, okay, this is the target that is most interested in me. This is the target that I would like to promote to and this is how I'm going to go about doing it. Okay. Then we fall into advertising. Okay. How, I'm how am I going to reach these people? Right? And that's when you're going to decide, okay, I'm going to use traditional media. I'm going to use social media. I'm going to use um, PR campaigns. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use events. Right? All these little things come under advertising and promotion. How am I going to promote it? And branding is what is the look and feel that I want for my brand or for my business. So when people see my logo or see my colors or see my fonts, what is the emotion that I want to evoke in them that will get them to purchase from me sooner, quicker, faster? Mm. Make sense? <laughs> Definitely. Because I think a lot of people misuse and misunderstand the terminology. Yes. So they're often used interchangeably. And I think yes. uh, if you're just starting out in business, it's very important not only to understand, but to get clear on what each is. So marketing is a process. And like you said, it's the, it's the overarching umbrella. Yes. And so marketing is like the brain. 
If you look, if you try to think of it like the body, mm-hmm. marketing is the brain. That is what controls every aspect of everything. Mm-hmm. Whereas branding is the personality. You know, branding is the sweetness or the roughness or the whatever like the it is. That, you brand it also yeah, the personality and, of the and, brand. And taglines and symbols and designs. Yes, the yes. visual and the advertising. Yes, the how you put yourself out there. And the advertising is what you do. The physical if, 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 we're, if we're talking about the body, it's the muscles, you know, to move you forward. It's, the, it's, it's you going through life, basically walking and talking and saying, this is who I am. Right. You understand? And PR, so, and PR and advertising tend to be clumped together because PR is like the communication of whatever it is that you're doing to get you in media, to get you featured in, whether it's newspapers, on television, and all of that stuff, right? And you usually have... Yeah, well, PR is how you would like people to perceive the business. Got so it. it's, mm. it's, if you're doing a lot of work in the community, right? Mm. That's good PR. But the work that you're doing in, in the community must link back to whatever your business is. So let's just... For example, say that you sell, you do something for families, right? You sell clothing for families. Mm -hmm. It would be a good idea for you to maybe get a community park somewhere where families play and clean up that park. And you are responsible for cleaning up that park because you're going to be basically telling people, listen, I'm not all about the money. I am about developing and helping my community grow. So by cleaning up this park or maintaining this common area where I know families are going to congregate, I am saying to you, I care about you. Mm -hmm. And if I care about you, and that's what people want to know. People want to know that you care about them. And they'll be more inclined to purchase from you if they believe that you are not all about the money. Because at the end of the day, it's really not. The money will come. Sales is like... A lot of people think that you have to sell, sell, sell. Sometimes the sale will come once you do every single thing else properly. Mm. People will just be naturally drawn to you. Yeah. You know, a few years ago, and I think it's ongoing now, there have been these conversations about PR being dead. What is your take? Do you think PR is dead? Or do you think PR has just evolved now with social media and different types of multimedia and communications? I think that PR is an absolutely necessary ingredient to any business owner because it's so easy with social media now to get bad publicity. Sometimes you may say something that is completely out of context or you may, you may embark on a marketing campaign and for whatever reason, it just didn't sit well with, with the people. Let's, let's look at H&M of recent um, oh, with their campaign, oh, you know, um, Pepsi with um, Kendall Jenner, um, mm. Dove had a, a little bit of running um, a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. And that's because one person took a snapshot and it literally lit up a firestorm of mm-hmm. bad publicity. And mm-hmm. what did, what did the company companies have to do? They had to go back to the same media and apologize and, mm. and do whatever damage control. So PR is important because you want people to see and know this is what you stand for. So I will never say that PR is dead. PR is extremely, extremely important. And a lot of business owners, regardless of where you are in the spectrum, should always be looking for opportunities in the media to showcase not only themselves but what the business stands for whether it's a podcast whether it is like what we're doing now actually um whether it is uh something in the newspapers whether it's an interview on the radio whatever it is Mm. you must always look for a way to showcase your company and your business in the most positive light above all Mm. Definitely. Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So we've set the foundation. So we've set the foundation. 
Yeah, yeah we did. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Because our audience are women who are, these are early stage female entrepreneurs. So we're still learning. We're still growing. We don't, we don't have all the answers. We're not seasoned yet. So we're here to learn. So we, we really need to, to break it down and start with the fundamentals. And even for those who are more seasoned, it's always good to get a reminder and, and, to, and to have a refresher because sometimes you've been in business for so long you don't realize how, how things have changed and moved on, right? That's true. Yeah. That's true. So what, how, how do we begin? What are some simple marketing hacks for startups, for women who are building these businesses from scratch, these early stage female entrepreneurs? Where do they begin? So let, let's see. I am a young woman. I've got all these ideas. You know, I'm, I think I'm business savvy, you know, what have you, what have you. <laughs> and... I need to get out there. What do I do? Let's say I'm a bit, you know, let, let's say you've got different personalities. You've got, the, you know, one woman is a bit shy, a bit uh, nervous. You know, you've got another one who's just highly confident and loves getting herself out there. You've got two different types of women in business who want to, 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 to get into the marketing and, and, and get their feet wet. What do they do? Okay. So usually... For startups, the issue is budget. The issue is, I have all these ideas, as you just said, but my money, my disposable income right now, is not going to allow me to do all these things that I say I want to do, right? So you have to look at one organic reach. Organic reach can look like word of mouth. So you tell a friend and a friend tells a friend and that's how it works. The problem with word of mouth is you have to know a lot of people. You have to be a connector. Mm -hmm. And when you do one bad thing, bad things spread faster than good things. So mm -hmm. that's the issue with word of mouth. So I would suggest you use social media to your advantage. Mm -hmm. It is free. It will take a while, but at least you can build yourself. Mm -hmm. The issue with social media is how you use it like any other media it is how you use it so i've noticed a lot of startup companies they would post about themselves or they would post only what they have to sell or, or whatever their service is that is not the, way, the right way to use social media mm. you have to know who your ideal customer is and connect with them on an emotional level through your social media so if you are a woman that sells, I don't know, let's say you're a hairdresser, right? Mm -hmm. You're not just doing women's hair. Mm -hmm. You are giving them the confidence because you want, you, you're making them feel beautiful and you are giving them the confidence to go out in the world and showcase themselves, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So all your posts on social media, regardless of the platform, has to connect to that emotional, I'm giving this person the confidence to move forward. I want women to feel beautiful. I want women to look beautiful. So you will post things like hair, the, the right, I don't know, um, cuts for certain um, mm -hmm. facial structures or when you reach a certain age, the type of haircuts that will make you look younger and things like that. And you have to think about it more than just, oh, I'm just cutting someone's hair, or I'm just coloring someone's hair. Mm. It's the deeper level. And that's how you connect with people on social media. Social media has become so noisy mm. over the past, I would say, few months. Mm. It has become so noisy that you have to find a way to truly stand out from the crowd. And the only way you can do that is to really connect with who you want to connect with. Another thing is, I hear a lot of startups say, well, I just cater to everyone. Like that's, that's impossible. You don't cater to everyone. There is a specific marketing niche that you are targeting. So if you are targeting, if you have a health food, let's just say, you are targeting people who are health conscious. You're not targeting someone who is, typically lazy or who is not physically active you are typically targeting people who understand that they need to be healthy and that is a person of a particular age that is a person of a particular um demographic and you have to be completely 
specific because that's going to help you craft your content for your social media and help you speak to them in a certain way, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah. So that is the issue I've noticed with a lot of startups. They're not quite sure. I should have started there. They're not quite sure who it is that they should be talking to. They're not quite sure who their ideal customer is. They're not quite sure how to speak to the masses. That's just saying. And why why is that? Why is it because they haven't gotten clear on, because I think even before you jump into marketing, you have to be very clear on why your business, why your business exists. Um, Who are you serving? You know, your business plan, and then you've got to have a marketing strategy. And so do you think it's because they have not really sat down and really thought through and have a complete sort of business plan with a roadmap and just really gotten clear on, on things. Because once you get clear on everything, it's, it's really easy to just say, okay, my marketing strategy, this is who I'm going to focus. This is who I'm going to talk to. This is, this is how the conversation is, what it's going to feel like, how it's going to look, but yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of the thing, I think market research is something that people overlook Mm. and um, knowing who it is that you're talking to is actually a part of market research because it's it's one thing to say that I target women between the ages of 30 and 45. That's extremely easy. But what type of woman? What does she like? What are, does she have kids? If she does have kids, what is her disposable income like? Would she be able to afford me? What does she do in her spare time? Mm-hmm. You know, these are the type of psychographic questions that need to be answered because once you know what is near and dear to that particular woman then you would know what it is that she likes because human beings are complex individuals you know we have different thoughts and be and different feelings mm-hmm. so you have to know which com which type of complex individual you targeting when you sell mm-hmm. do you understand what i mean Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah. So that, I think that is what, it's very easy to look at the demographics. Very easy. That's the simplest form of market research. But you have to be able to dig deeper and find out what are the pain points that my target is struggling with? What are the issues that only I alone can help them with? What is that deep rooted fear that they have? You know, and that's going to help you figure out okay, this is how I need to speak. This is the type of information that I need to post. This is the, the, the type of topics I should live stream about. These are the types of blogs I should write because I know this is going to appeal to them because I've done my homework. And like you said, that begins with doing your market research. Yeah, yeah. Market research is something that I realize a lot of entrepreneurs take for granted and I am here to do not overlook it. And market research never stops. Don't get me wrong. It's not like you're going to do it once and that will be the end of it. Because things change. Things change so much. And what would make sense today may not necessarily make sense a week from now. You know, there are so many external factors that can affect a business. For example, if um, you may have, a put, your, your business might be doing pretty well and then natural disaster will hit. You know, you need to know how to pivot and change based on that. You need to know how to move things around based on that. So research doesn't end. It just continues. But once you have the foundation set, it's going to be very, it's going to be much easier for you to make certain um, changes in your business. And market research can be something as simple as a survey or a questionnaire okay it doesn't have to be something very complex does it it doesn't have to be no you can literally just ask some of a friend or some or someone who falls within your target an existing customer and say listen i have this great idea what do you think of it and get feedback it doesn't have to be this formal thing Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be this sit down interview over the phone (laughs) it literally could just be as informal as asking a customer a, a a good customer, somebody who falls within your target. Mm-hmm. I have this idea. What do you think? Yeah. yeah. And, and moving on from there. Okay. 
All right. So we, we've done our market research. So after we mm -hmm. do our market research, we now know who our target audience is. We know who the customer is, what they do, what they want, what, what their weakness is, why this is a weakness, and more importantly, what we can deliver for them, what, how we can serve them, what we can do for them, how we can help them, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so what's our next step? Well, let me just say, the next step would be, well, a lot of people are in business because some people just fall into to business because it's just their natural gifts and talents. Yeah, but yeah. I want people to understand what they're good at, like yeah. what they're really good at. Okay. Because sometimes whatever business you have, it may, it may need a little bit of tweaking. Because let's just say, for, I'll give you my example. Okay. Um, I wanted to get into copywriting. Mm. I thought copywriting was the most fantastic thing on the face of the planet. Because mm. I think using words and phrases to get people to do what you want, <laughs> I thought that was the most fantastic thing. Right. But what I'm really good at, what I'm really good at, Mm. is media that's what i'm really good at that's what everyone told me say carla you uh you just know what to do you just know where to place your advertising you just know that yeah. and i didn't i was very resistant for a very long time because yeah. i was like i don't want to do that i want to write copy damn it that's what i want to do yeah but yeah. no so sometimes you have to not be so reason you have to know what you're really good at because when you know what you what when you know what it is that you really what your real gifts are mm -hmm. then it's very easy for it to translate into sales because then people will be naturally drawn to you now i do do copy on the side mm -hmm. but my main thing is marketing and advertising strategies using media that's my main thing Mm -hmm. because that's what I am naturally gifted with. That's, that, that's not my hundred percent of what it is I'm gifted with. So yeah. my, my suggestion next step would, after you do your market research, because your market research will also tell you what it is that you're really good at is to embrace that. No. Oh, wow. So if it is, yeah, if it is that you're good at cooking, I'm, I'm not good at cooking, but okay. <laughs> your thing is you're good at in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Maybe you like to cook, but your real thing is baking and, and pastries. Mm -hmm. Like that might be your thing. That might be the in thing for you. Yeah. Embrace it because it's going to be easier for that to translate into a sale rather than you try to force yourself to do something else that people are like, well, you're okay at it to know, but you're not, you're not, the, you're not the best. Know you your know what strengths. I mean? Know your strengths. Yeah. Know exactly what it is that you're good at. And, and accept the people who want to work with you will find you because that's, that's just who you are. Yeah. And accept it and then continue to hone those skills and, and your craft. Yes. See yourself as an, yes. an athlete and every day you've got to get up and train because you've got yes, a yes. big game coming up. You know, you're going to, you, you, you're going to win the Olympic gold or at least you want to, and you just got to keep working at that and, and getting better at that. And I think what you said is so important. Accept it. Because I think a lot of time, a lot of the time, so many people in business, whether they're new or, well, I guess this is more for, for people new in business. They want to do everything. They want to be everything to everybody. And yeah. they don't understand that like they often say, when people say focus, 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 they're like, but I like so many different things. And I don't think they realize, but when you're first starting no. out, you really need to just, you got to, like, for example, people like Richard Branson, he's, he's got many businesses. He's into many things, but when he started, he focused on one thing and he did that for a very long time before he branched out and started doing loads of other things. And you find a lot of successful entrepreneurs are like that. They focus. If you look at Gary V, he was into wine for a really long time, many, many, yes. many years. Yes. And no one knew who he was back then, but he honed that craft and he learned from there. And now we see this Gary V guy who's like, you would know him because he's in your field, this big multimedia professional. Yes, working he with is. All these brands. Yes. And he, well, and, exactly. And Gary V says it all the time. 
I was a nobody. I was behind the scenes building my family's wine business for years. And I grew mm-hmm. So I think people, people, um, it's okay to have lots of different um, ideas. I mean, I've got lots of different ideas and I've got so many things I want to do, but I need to focus on one thing at a time. And I think that's very hard. That's it. For a lot of people, focus on one thing, hone one thing do one thing it's the sort thing of like, is the other thing the other things will happen over time yeah. it's not we're not running out of time time is always there we're not going to run out of it people just yeah. do one thing at a time and eventually once you get good at that one thing the other things will be easier absolutely it's be easier to grow with and so you learn you learn from yeah, that one thing and then it yeah. carries over into the next thing and you become better at the next thing and exactly trying, trying exactly it, exactly all at once when you first start out i think is is a mistake to be honest i think it's a mistake and then you get carried away and then people don't know what to come to you for because it's sort of well yeah because you're confusing people people are not sure what you do and what you offer and because, and then that goes back to what I was talking about previously with, with your copy. If it is that you don't know who you're talking to and you don't know what it is that you're selling, you're going to confuse people. And a confused mind always says no. Mm-hmm. When you talk to people, if it is that you don't know what it is that you're offering or they don't know what it is that you're offering, they would just move away from you because it, it takes too much of energy for them to try to figure you out when there's somebody else telling them exactly what it is that they want. A confused mind always says... Always says no. Always. Mm. So keep it simple. Keep it to the point. No one is saying that you can't pursue all of your things. Of course you can. But take your time. You know, do one thing at a time. See one thing through. Move on to the next. Don't try to do 20 things all at once because you're only one person. Learn the the lesson and then move on. (laughs) Whatever the lesson is, good or bad. And then move on to the next thing. Okay, so we have done our market research. We have mm-hmm. found out um, what, we're, what we're good at and we've accepted it. Now what? Now we need to find some capital. We need to get some money. Oh, wow. Doesn't but have I'm, to be a lot. But I'm Doesn't broke. have to be a lot. I'm broke. I don't have any money. I'm, I'm new to business. I'm still working a full-time job. I'm borrowing money from my family. I'm going to, sh- I'm, I'm going to tell you three simple things. Mm-hmm. Three simple things that you could do where mm-hmm. you can find money that you right. didn't even know that you had, right? Okay, So ladies. the first thing you have to do, mm-hmm. yes, I hope you guys have your pens and notepads ready. <laughs> yes, let's go. So I'm going to go through these three simple things that you could do right now. Okay. First thing is you have to know what your expenses are. You need to know how much is going out versus how much is coming in so you can have a clear picture of what it is that you're dealing with. Because sometimes you may be paying for something and you don't even realize that you're paying for it. Mm. Maybe you can set up your system in such a way that you can organize your finances and whatever money that you do save, you can invest it back into the business. Mm. Right. So note, budget, budget, everything down to the cent. And when I say everything, I mean everything down to the cent. Sometimes it could be the money is going into, I don't know, you eat out a lot. Maybe you could cut down on the eating out a lot. I mean, I I shouldn't say that because I eat out a lot. (laughs) But maybe the money is going somewhere where it should not be going. Mm. And that is money that you can take and put into the business, which brings me to step number two. Thing number two, negotiate with your suppliers. So people who you do business with or maybe your insurance or cable provider, see if you can renegotiate the terms of your contract with them or even take a smaller package that might be more suitable for you. And I realized that this worked for me. I used to pay for my utilities separate. But when I started bundling my utilities, my cable, and my phone, I actually saved a couple hundred dollars every month by bundling it. Mm. So maybe you're a fantastic driver and you're going to get a little discount off your insurance. Take that money and put it back. Maybe as, you, as I, my example, you're bundling stuff. Mm. You know, take that money and put it back into your business. So look for ways that you could renegotiate your contracts, whatever they may be, and take that extra money and put it back in. Okay. And the third thing is 
eliminate those expenses that you do not need. So if you have a gym membership and you never go to the gym, take that money and put it back. Oh. Maybe you have a service where people come to you and they deliver newspapers to you every day or whatever, but you realize that you don't read it. You get your, your you get online. Cancel the subscription. That's money that could be in your pocket right now. So I want you guys to dig deep and try to figure out these things so you can save money because money is everywhere. Money is everywhere. It's how you're spending it is what is making the difference. So a simple shift, a simple change can help in, in terms of finding money. Okay. Okay. Right? And let me go through some ways that you can raise, after you do these three things, I want to go through some ways that you can raise some quick cash because I understand a lot of you guys, we need to make that money. Right? So... You can sell something that's trendy, that's a quick sale. Um, at one point, um, what do you call them? Waist inches were the end thing. You know, you can sell that because that will be a quick sale to make money. It doesn't necessarily have to be something that your business is, is necessarily a part of, but something that you could just have a quick turnover. Uh -huh. um, you can take a loan if you want. I I. I Personally, don't like loans, uh -huh. but if it is that you can ask family or friends, that could work, and you can just pay them back. You let them know what it is for. Uh -huh. um, if you have a big ticket item, like a piece of equipment or a piece of furniture that you're no longer selling, that you're no longer using, sorry, uh -huh. you could so sell that and make a quick maybe three, four, five thousand dollars that you can invest into your business. And I've noticed a lot of people, a lot of business owners that I know. They have a garage sale, you know, they, they take things from their homes that nobody, that they're not using and they make a couple hundred dollars here, a couple hundred dollars there. So I mean, I'm not, don't sell things that you're using, <laughs> sell things that, you know, clothes that no longer fit, books that you no longer read, you know, they have a little garage sale and um, make some quick cash and whatever money you make, decide how much you're going to invest back into the business it doesn't have to be a lot but mm. at least it would be something to start with mm. interesting interesting so find ways to uh generate income yeah because a lot of us have money we just don't know that we have it i always say once you have a business you have money mm. once you have a business you always have money always mm. Mm. Always. It's where you're going to find the money <laughs> that makes a difference. And sometimes it's, it's real simple things that you could do. I know someone who she does, um, what does she do? I can't remember. I think she does, um, fitness. yeah, she does that. No, I'm sorry. She's an event manager, an event manager, right? And she has a pool in her backyard. And she started acrobics. Literally started in the community doing acrobics. She started with like about three or four people. And now it's like about 10 people. And that's how she makes her extra money on the side. That has nothing to do with event management. But she was very resourceful in her thinking. And now she has acrobics three times a week. And it's well attended. So sometimes you have to think a little out of the box in order to make um, make the money that you need to reinvest into your business. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. And is there any other steps that we need to take? We found capital. Now what do we do? Now we're ready to advertise. Okay. Right. Well, actually have we priced our product yet? I would say we priced our product, right? Because we found out who we're talking to. We found out what we're good at and people will say how much they're willing to pay. Right. Okay. So we found up, we, we've priced our product. So now I think we're ready to promote, which brings me back to the first thing I said, which was use social media to your advantage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So use social media, a lot of organic reach, right? Post things that you know that your target would be interested in. Do not just post what you have for sale. Do not just post that you're having a discount or a promotion. Do not just post an item or a product or still 
post what you know your target would be interested in. If you go to my Facebook, my Facebook business page, I post a lot of useful, helpful tips for business owners and entrepreneurs that they could implement right now to build their business. And that I don't only post about myself. I don't only post about um, what I have going on. I post things that people can use and that's how you have to treat your social media. It's like an online resume. This is what you're good at. And this is what, um, these are the benefits for working with me. And these are some free tips that you could implement right now to build your business. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. So I would strongly recommend you use social media. The platform that you choose will be dependent on your target. Some people like Facebook, up. some people like Instagram some people a lot of creative people they like Pinterest um, if you're into very corporate individuals LinkedIn might be the best option for you mm-hmm. but it all depends on who it is that you're trying to reach it all depends on your target audience right and mm-hmm. I always recommend that you post no less than three times a week no less other than mm-hmm. that it doesn't make any sense do not post anything less than three times a week and also Um, Before we move on from social media, I want to also say it's okay to be vulnerable on Facebook. It's okay to tell people like personal stories that has happened to you that as it relates to whatever the story that you want to share. So make sure and like recently I shared a story about my dad who passed away a couple years ago. And actually that's how Carly Communications came to exist because that's what he called me when I was a child. He used to call me Kali. And that's actually how the name came about because name is an homage to him because he was a businessman himself. I shared that story on my social media page and people just loved it because it just gave them a um, look into my life and how I am and how I came to be. And people love those types of things. So don't be afraid to share it, whether it's a post, whether it's a video, whether it is um, a live stream. Just be yourself. People love that. Um, The next thing you can do is, for people who are on a small budget, Mm -hmm. start a blog. A blog is the easiest, quickest, fastest way to get people to know about you and who you are. And share your expertise and you literally could go to wordpress.com and create a free blogging website and literally just start blogging and very simple what I said about social media the types of information that you post is the same types of information that you're gonna blog things that your target enjoys pain points issues that they're dealing with personal stories that as it relates to your business, things like that are things that people blog about. Make sure it's not too long-winded, maybe about 800 to 1,000 words or so, but Mm -hmm. start a blog. Regardless of whatever, it's going to get easier with time. If If you're not a writer, you can do video blogging which I think is called vlogging. So mm-hmm. you, can use, uh, you, you can sign up for YouTube and literally just start doing videos or even start doing videos on your social media page. Mm-hmm. But that is a good way to share your expertise with the masses. I have, and then a lot of, time, a lot of times too when people are looking up, like when people are trying to research you, it looks good. It looks good. When they see all the different videos you did, or all the different blogs you do, they're like, oh my God, this woman, she really knows what she's talking about. Look how many things that she's written about. Look how many things that she's done videos about. You know, mm. she really knows her stuff. Mm. You know? So that's a good way on a small or no budget at all that you can start doing right now, mm. literally today, to start promoting your business. And I would also recommend if you do blog or vlog, be consistent with it. Decide if it is that you're going once a week. I actually blog once a week, every Wednesday. My tribe knows at four o'clock, they're going to get a blog in their inbox. They're going to get a blog on social media. My people know that. Mm. So be consistent with your blogging. Or if you know you're going to, you know you're going to, you can't do it every week, try every other week, twice a month, or even once a month. But just be very consistent with it. Don't start and stop. Yeah, I think uh, something you said that was very important is don't constantly post about what you're selling. Don't constantly post about um, 
trying to get followers, asking people to to follow you here and follow you there. Not that you don't want those things, but if that's the majority of your time is spent doing that, I think that I don't think that's necessarily going to be successful because you're not really making an intimate connection with whoever it is your your audience is. Exactly. And that's what they want. They want an intimate connection with you. That is what's going to put you head and shoulders above the rest of people who are selling exactly the same thing that you're selling. The thing is, you're not unique. There are hundreds of thousands of people all over the world that is doing and selling the same thing that you're doing and selling. It's how do you stand out from them that makes a difference. And how do you stand out from them is connection. Connection. Intimate connection. Building that relationship over time. Mm -hmm. That's how you stand out. That's how you appeal to them. That's how you get them to notice you. Mm, okay okay mm -hmm. so finally then what are what are the final steps now so do we just kind of jump in now and we we start posting and we see how it goes yeah. do we develop yeah. a clear strategy yeah. and say we're gonna post every you, day at this time what do we do now we 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 learn as we go you jump in you start your social media you start posting the thing is you don't know what will resonate with people until you put it out there you mm. may think you know because you're starting up you may think you have an idea but you really don't so jump in and just start putting things out there and learn along the way start with your social media it's the easiest fastest quickest way i think to start promoting yourself the money that we just talked about through your raising your capital can literally go into doing a couple of facebook ads um you don't need to spend a whole lot on facebook ads it can be as little as five US dollars mm -hmm. and we just run an ad for a day or two and eventually it'll get easier. I can tell you right now, I'm running Facebook ads and it's costing me less than a dollar per lead, less than a US dollar per lead. And that's because over time, over time, I got very clear on who it is that I was targeting. I got very clear on people who would be um, attracted to me. And it happens. It happens. So don't try to rush it. Don't try to 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 do something and, and get all upset that it didn't work. If it didn't work, fine. You learn from it and you move on. So jump right in with your posting on social media. Jump right in with your blog. Um, another really fantastic thing that you should do also is invest in an email list mm -hmm. because that email list is yours. Social media doesn't belong to you. If Mark Zuckerberg decide that he's fed up on Facebook and decided to close up shop, that will be it for you. But your email list is yours. So you can invest in something like MailChimp, which is free. Um, Aweber is another one. I think Constant Contact is another one where you can house people's email addresses, their names and email addresses. So you can upsell them via email or give them the same information that you're giving them on social media in their inbox. People are going to respond to you. People are going to know who you are and you can talk to them on a one-on-one -on -one level via their inbox. So that is also another really good way. Um, and, and another podcast, we'll probably have to go a bit deeper into email marketing because you need to have like a lead magnet and you need to put things out there and it's a little bit technical, yeah. right? It's a little bit more technical and I don't think we have the time to really go through it right now, but it is a good way to get people to be more attracted to you. And that, as I said before, that email list is going to be yours for the keeping, right? And another thing that we didn't touch on was collaborating. Mm -hmm. That is huge for people who are starting up. That is huge. Mm. Once you collaborate with people who are not only have the same target audience with you, you could even collaborate with your competitors. Once you offer something that they don't, you could collaborate with your competitors. But collaboration is one of the, I can tell you when I first started out, I did a lot of collaborations with people, a right. lot of bartering, a lot of bartering because you just don't have the money to spend on let's say a brand stylist or you may not have the money to spend on somebody to do your social media for you and you're busy building your business 
you can work out a contra agreement where two of you come together and they do work for you and you do work for them. Or you can come together and say, hey, you're doing branding and I'm doing marketing. Mm. Let's put together a package that is going to sell to entrepreneurs who need our services. Let's put together a package because then they can come to one place and get everything. So always remember as a small business owner, you cannot do it yourself. You cannot. It's just, you just can't do it yourself. You may think you can, but you can't. Okay. Collaboration is one of the best and quickest ways to let people know who you are and have them purchase from you. It's, it's really, I can't talk enough about collaboration, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, this was really, really insightful. I learned a lot. <laughs> I learned a lot. So what, um, what final words do you have or parting words do you have for our lovely birds who are just starting out? So for example, I mentioned you've got two uh, prototypes. You've got someone who's quite shy and looking to get out there and you've got someone that's very bold and just ready to get out there and make it happen. Um, very different women. What, can, what, what, what kind of advice do you have for them? Well, to the bold woman, Mm -hmm. I would say, just do it. Mm. Just do it and learn from it and move on and expect that things would not work out immediately, right. but also expect that you will learn the lesson in what did not work and move forward from there. Mm. So that's what I would say to the bull woman. Just do it. There's no excuse. You have the drive and the energy to just do it. So the one who's shy, I would say, you are needed in the world. You are needed. And it's very easy for somebody to just say, do it, but I understand because of your shyness, because of your introversion, that that is just so difficult. Mm. But I would say you are needed. You have this superhuman, super ability to heal people in whatever ailments they have. If you're a massage therapist, you are saving people from stress and from pain. If you sell bridal clothing, you are saving this bride um, the time and the stress to find a, a, a well-fitting wedding dress for their big day. You know, whatever it is that you are saving people from whatever your superpower, people need it. So think of yourself as a superhero, a wonder mm. woman. Mm. When people need Wonder Woman and they call for help, she puts on her suit mm -hmm. and she goes in. Mm -hmm. That's how I want you to look at it. Mm -hmm. You are a superhuman. You are a superhero. Just put on your suit of armor and mm -hmm. just go bravely. Things may not always work out, but you're going to learn the lesson along the way. Yeah, and what you, what, you, what you are successful at, you know you're good at it, and you keep moving. And what you fail at, you know I'm not good at that. I've learned something. And, and you just move on. And you keep moving on. There's no real – either, either way, you're going to gain. It's a win-win situation. That's there's it. Nothing, there's nothing to be lost. So, um, yeah, that's wonderful yeah. advice. So, Carly, where can, um, where can we find you? Where can our lovely birds find you? Oh, well, I am on Facebook at Kali Communications, mm -hmm. and I am also on Instagram as well at Kali Communications. Mm -hmm. You can follow me on Twitter at Kali.com, and we have, uh, we have a Twitter chat coming up very, very soon. Yes. So it would be great if you can, yes, if you can join us on Twitter very, very soon at Kali.com. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's where you can find me. And I also have a free and private Facebook group called the New SMS Strategic Marketing Specialist. Mm -hmm. And you can jump right in. I give free training and advice. Um, we have something called Talk to Me Tuesdays where I invite people to ask me anything about marketing and advertising, anything that they need to move forward with their business. That is actually one of the more popular days. So I invite you to jump in mm -hmm. and ask away. And are you looking for anything in particular right now? Maybe you want to intern. Maybe you want to collaborate with someone. Maybe you're starting a new program and you, you want ideas. Is there anything that you need that you, that you would like to share with, with our audience so they can reach out to you? Um, 
What I will say though is that for entrepreneurs and, and business owners who are just starting out, who may think that they don't have the knowledge or maybe even the budget to move forward, I actually have a program called um, Crushing It with Carly masterclass series it's nine courses but of course you can choose what you want what you need right now and build from there and i would invite you to go to www.crushingitwithcarly.com and get all the information but it's really for business owners and entrepreneurs like yourselves who are starting out and they just need a little help in the different aspects of marketing because the first thing we said is that marketing is a little bit of everything a mm. little bit of everything and everything has to kind of work together in mm. order for um in order for the entire business to work so that's the 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 thing behind that is the whole thinking behind crushing it with Carly. so i would strongly recommend if you're very interested in moving forward with your business and marketing it's just something that you need a little help with to go to that website www.crushingitwithcarly.com and take a look at what is offered there and it's very it's a worthwhile investment it's a worthwhile investment and if you have any questions you can email joanne or you can email me i'm at carla c-a-r-l-a at carlymedia.com perfect and for our upcoming river chat from trinidad to london yes. market and build your brand with carly and colette Carly is going to be joined by the fabulous Colette Philip, who is based in London. And Colette is a branding expert. So she's going to compliment Carly, the marketing expert. Yes. Yes. And, uh, that should be a very, very interesting chat. So if you've got any questions, do send them through to Carly. Again, at Carly at CarlyMedia.com. It's and Carla. Carla. Carla at Carly Media. Carla, apologies for uh, that. Yeah, at carlymedia.com. At carlymedia.com. I always get confused between the Carla and the Carly. I know. <laughs> and um, I know. <laughs> she, uh, they'll answer those for you the day of the chat. Uh, the chat itself is on the 26th of March. If you're in the UK, that's 5 p.m. If you're in Trinidad, that's 1 p.m. If you're on the East Coast in the US, I think that's that's 1 p.m. now. Yeah. yeah, yes, it is 1 p.m. Mm -hmm. Gone back. And uh, yeah, wherever you are in the world, just join in and follow us and joining the chat using hashtag RiverChat. And that's at our handle, SecretBirdsHQ. So we hope you can join in and it will be simply marvelous. We usually have a good time during these chats. So thank you so much. And it was a pleasure. Thank you for Thank joining. you for having me. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, lovely birds, that is it for podcast episode number 42. We hope you've been inspired in some way. We hope you've learned something new. I know I have. And until number 43, see you next time. Bye for now. Bye, Carly. Bye.